afternoon, Dr. Patrick. <laughs> Greetings, Ego. Good afternoon to Lagos and beyond. Always a delight and honor, a privilege to be in Inspiration, the family radio, 92.3 FM here in Lagos and presenting Wellness Half Hour. We impart that wellness is a perspective on our health that gives reverence to the source of our being. That means the source of health, source of wellness, is our starting point. Our, it's creation. It's our Father in Heaven. What does that mean, Doctor? While you're asleep, is your heart beating? Yes, it is. While you're asleep, are you breathing? Yes, you are. Are you doing it consciously? No. In other words, there's a already existing pre-program for life, for success. And that program applies to every single organ system in this temple we call our body as we journey on our physical earthly journey. Remember, we impart that many people think we're spiritual beings having physical realities. Or let me rephrase that. Many people think that we're physical beings having occasional spiritual encounters. Well, I throw it out there that we are actually spiritual beings here on a time-limited, physical, earthly, temporal experience. So we'll come in, and at some point we'll exit. When we come in, we come in with an already existing program of how the body works that has nothing to do with us. We're simply beneficiaries of that programming. And as you've heard me say before, and please write this down, the closer you stay in alignment with this programming, the longer you live, the better your health. The further you stray away from Mother Nature, from God's programming, the further you stray away from Mother Nature, the sooner she says, return to sender. So wellness is our gift, it's our starting point. Well then, Doc, where does all this ailment come from? And we, in part, there's five pillars to wellness. And they're also the five roots of most of our illness. Number one, spirituality. Number two, mindset. Number three, nutrition. Number four, Lifestyle, number five, environment. And where these five roots, these five pillars are anchored solidly, where the roots are full of awesome nutrient, the soil is not polluted, the mindset is always in alignment with optim optimism and being positive, where the roots are firmly rooted, the tree brings forth bright leaves of wellness radiant green leaves of wellness and awesome fruit. Where these roots are polluted, your lifestyle is off alignment with our nature, your nutrition is sad, full of chemicals, toxins, blackening many of the micronutrients the body needs. But the mindset is just tailored into depression and sadness and negativity. And where our spirituality takes us away from our Creator, the roots result in leaves that are not as radiant and as green. They are red, orange, yellow, which implies they will drop off soon. And these branches, we label them the various health issues, diseases, disorders that we deal with, ranging from diabetes, high blood pressure, asthma, arthritis, 
even depression, anxiety, sleep disorders, infertility, autoimmune challenges, meet multiple sclerosis or lupus, recurrent infections, ulcers. So we've created the tree with five roots and branches and tons of branches that lead into all these health issues. If you can picture this over and draw it, it empowers you to understand you can actually live long with minimal health issues. They may come along, but they won't hold you forth. You'll overcome them and move on. And in that realm, our talk today is rooted in this core understanding. That we have a pre-program. We've talked in the past about our immune system. And what we do that is compromising us. Let me lay an additional foundation to our discussion. Your immune system, you were born with it. It develops as you age. Today's science says that 70 to 80% of that system lies in our gut. And the foot soldiers are the microbes, the microorganisms, the bacteria, the viruses, and the fungi inside of us that actually give us life and help us live. They help us digest our food, absorb our food, even, even make some of the nutrients that we need for the body to take in. It's a non-stop surveillance system. Even while you are asleep, it's looking around. It's engaging everything in our periphery. It sees an unfriendly um, stimulant or virus or creature. It assesses it. Is this truly unfriendly? If it is, it teaches us how to defend against it. If it's friendly, it even takes it up and incorporates it into our own microbiota, into our own native viral bacterial genome. Do you know that there is more of these microorganisms inside of us than we have human cells? Depending on what source, depending on what source you look, you read from, they say between 1 trillion, 10, even 34 trillion of these microorganisms. Each has the, its own DNA and they exist inside of us. In beneficial relationship with us, our human cells, which are fewer in number than them. Someone once said, that sounds like we are simply a bag of all these bacteria and viruses. That's one way of looking at it. But without them, you exit quickly. Even the soil, the soil in which all our plants grow are loaded with these microbes. Yes. Bacteria, fungi, you name them, they're in the soil too. And the plants depend on them to help break down the nutrients to, for them to absorb from the root system to go into the branches and the leaves and the fruits that they give us for our nourishment. Tying us back to nature. As the Bible says, from dust we came, from dust we shall return. We're from the earth. What comes out of the earth is for our nourishment. That's why when our Father created us, He put us in the Garden of Eden. So we have 30, 30 plus trillion of these microorganisms, bacteria, viruses inside of us. And they have their own DNA, which is in harmony with ours. And now the world is saying we should be terrified about one virus out there. Oh, that's now mutating. About two weeks ago now, some of you heard the announcement by the Edo State Governor wanted to vaccinate everybody who wants access to a church, a worship center. Well, he has come out and said a few things. But we, we hear other governors now, I think Ondo State has come out to, to insist that civil servants must be vaccinated. And we expect to hear more of this. About a year ago, 
some of us had to petition to House of Rep when there were issues with trying to create a law to cause everyone to be vaccinated. Many of us said, no, this is not right. Every day we deal with viruses. Every day we encounter them. And we don't even know we encounter them because we have competent, competent immune systems. If you don't have a solid immune system, it will deal with you harshly. The issue should be, what is the current status of your immune system? And that's why we should focus our public health messages to get people to do what? Stand up and rebuild their immune system. So we've damaged it. Some of us have, some of us have truly poisoned the system by the chemicals that we ingest. We've killed our healthy gut flora, our healthy collaborative bacteria and viruses within us by the foods we eat and by the chemicals we put into our body, including some of the, anti many of the antibiotics that we take carelessly. By our lifestyle. Any data you look at that looks at people who have succumbed to COVID, the, one of the biggest factors is low vitamin D. Low vitamin D. That's what we should be singing our, our heart's content on every station. Go and check our vitamin D levels. And it's free. God gave it to us free. Guess where it is? Sunlight. Outdoors. The human being is an outdoor creature. But today we are all indoors. Look at any data from anywhere in the world. Those who have the worst symptoms, and many of them who die from COVID, have weakened immune systems. And one indirect way of assessing it is your vitamin D level. We have scientifically proven therapies from hydroxychloroquine to ivermectin. Especially when they are applied early. And the data is out there. Let me just ask for, enough, ask for your understanding. If I sound harsh today, if I get upset or I sound like I'm pissed off, please, you would forgive me today because what is going on for me is beyond common sense. It's irrational. It's flat out wrong. And I will stand my ground in front of any governor or any scientist who wants to look at this issue scientifically, medically. My first degree is in chemistry. I'm an analytical chemist. My second degree is in pharmacy. I'm also a pharmacist before being a medical doctor. Trained at some of the top schools in the U.S., including Johns Hopkins University. So this week, many of us who are part of the Nigerian COVID Response Alliance got together and had a press conference. Some of you have read about it in the newspaper. Professor Joshua, who will join us in a moment, Ramada Kiyemi, and several others are part of this Nigerian COVID Response Alliance. This is a coalition of over 70 CSOs, civil society organizations, and faith-based NGOs formed to monitor the official response to the COVID-19 pandemic in Nigeria and ensure that the response remains within the ambit of fundamental human and religious rights. The alliance arose spontaneously last year in the heat of efforts to introduce legislations which were clearly overreaching the purported purpose of addressing the COVID-19 pandemic in Nigeria. That led to our submitting a memorandum to the June 10th, 11th, 2020 public hearing at the House of Representatives, as well as a press statement May 15th, 2020 on the subject. For the avoidance of any doubt, our alliance, the Nigerian COVID Response Alliance, is entirely Nigerian 
the Nigerian initiative. And we are not under the patronage of any political, religious, or foreign entity. Similarly, our position is not to condemn or question any decision freely taken by private individuals. Let me emphasize this point. First of all, we are a totally Nigerian initiative. We don't have any allegiance, allegiance to any political, religious, or foreign entity. Our position is not to condemn or question any decision freely taken by private individuals, but to ensure, but rather to ensure that the fundamental right to do so is not lightly infringed by overzealous and ill-informed agents of government. Professor Joshua. Yeah. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dr. Pat. I know this is a program that will have part one, part two, even part three or part four this month of job September. We must really inform our people, help them understand what is really going on in this whole COVID pandemic and this whole vaccine journey that we find ourselves facing. Professor, just for the sake of our audience, share a bit of your background, your credentials, so that you know that people who are educated and not just listening to um, one news media, people who are well steeped in knowledge are talking. Please introduce yourself, Professor. Uh, Dr. Patrick, thank you for giving me this opportunity. Uh, my name is Joshua Ujo. I'm a professor of physics uh, at the Abafeniaolo University in Leife. My background is in medical and health physics and environment. So I Basically, that's what I do. So we do research, look at the nexus between the environment and health, and uh, look at risk assessment. We model them, and we are published uh, over 50 uh, refereed pap uh, papers in reputable journals on this subject. So it's my pleasure to weigh in on this matter and uh, make my little contribution. Okay. And thank you for this opportunity. Thank you, Professor. For those who missed the press conference on Monday. At the end of the program, we'll give a number and we'll send you a copy of it or you go look at the dailies from, I think it was Tuesday, Wednesday, that had the um, interviews and the press, press statement. There's also, well, just reach out to us and we'll get the information to you. Professor, so Monday's press conference, I know I've shared a bit about the alliance that we're both part of, but just Share with us some of the key points that we wanted, we want the, the entire country to be aware of. Uh, thank you very much, Dr. Patrick. Uh, good afternoon, uh, listeners. Uh, like we said, we are ordinarily, we are people, we like to go about our business. We are not uh, what we call people making noise for, for the sake of it. But the issue at hand is very serious indeed because we've come to a juncture where we have government, state, and now the federal is also uh, talking along the same line that people could not worship. People could, may not be able to allow to access workplace without getting a vaccine. I think this is totally uh, uncalled for. It's outrageous and it's beyond, it's beyond uh, normal uh, what, what you call normal response. 
and our beef. Please, we would like you to be clear. We are not anti-vaxxers. We are not against vaccines. Vaccines, medical products, could be useful for some people. It's all based on risk assessment. But we have serious issues against mass vaccination. We don't believe that you can have a product that just fits all size, no matter your physiological composition, your background, your nutritional status, just the same product. We have beef against that. But when you now make it mandatory, then the same is really going beyond all reason. So we are against this uh, mandate that if you don't get vaccine for COVID, you will uh, you can't access bank, you can't probably go to school, go to work. Uh, in in nutshell, the vaccine they are bringing out. There are three major issues we are bringing out. First of all, this vaccine is not approved. It is well known that it's not approved for use. And the, rest, the producers, the manufacturers, including the federal government, they've signed a, liability, uh, a non-liability uh, certificate that they are not liable for whatever happened. So if you have a product like that, that's not approved. In fact, NAVDAC in Nigeria says they did not test it. They only uh, they applied what they call reliance protocol. So all of these things make it outrageous that that kind of product will be mandated. Then number two, it is not efficacious. You don't need to argue that. You don't need to talk any medicine or whatever. Just look around. Gibraltar is the most vaccinated country in the world, over 100 percent, because we have people from Spain visiting. So almost everybody in Gibraltar has been vaccinated. But right now, we have the worst possible case of COVID-19 anywhere in the world. It's at level four, it's the highest level possible. So it is very clear that vaccine is not working, it's not efficacious. Israel, they are now doing the third booster jab. And so it's just like that, it's evident that this product is not working, it's not efficacious. But it, if it's just a matter of efficacy, maybe you could see shoulder, shoulders and try to reason it out. It is not safe. It's unfortunate that in Nigeria, records are not being kept of adverse effects. It's almost laughable, if not that it's so tragic. When you have the DG of the NP, the public health, uh, whatever, saying there is no adverse effect at all in Nigeria, it is almost laughable, if not that it's so tragic. Currently, I mean, there are countries like US, UK, Europe, uh, as a continent, they have records where people log in adverse effects, and they are in thousands, including deaths. What we have recorded right now is more than total adverse effects that have ever occurred for any vaccine. All these are in the public record. So it is it's beyond us why anybody will see this product must be mandated for Nigerians. And that's why we, we like to let Nigerians know. We like to cooperate with government. We cooperated on many issues. But to getting a product into your body, which is irreversible, and we can see the outcome, no net benefit with respect to public health, but rather tremendous risk. So all of this coupled together make it uh, utterly untenable that uh, uh, we'll go along with government in this regard. Thank you. So Prof mentioned three major points. The first was nobody is liable. 
person who made it. And those he's now coercing to use it and inject it into their people. They've all signed that they're not responsible if anything goes wrong. Yeah. Guys, those ladies and men listening, this is an experimental product that was rushed to market. The country where it is made, their own, um, their own body said it is experimental use. The company says we're not liable. Though. If you die tomorrow, you die next year, whatever happens, we're not liable. They make the countries that accept it sign a document. And our Minister for Health acknowledged that he has signed it. They're not liable. Government isn't, the state government is not, even your employer who may insist you do it, is not liable. Number one, no liability. Number two, efficacy. He has touched on that. You give the example of Gibraltar and Israel. Folks, everything he's saying, please go, 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 and, go and research it. And then the issue of safety. Go on the VAERS. Guys, the numbers are, are, stag are staggering. And Professor just said, when you add up all the injuries from previous vaccines to date, none of them don't. I mean, what we have on record today as the safety impacts or lack of safety of this vaccine is overwhelming compared to what you add up from previous vaccinations. At what point do we say, hold on, hold on, hold on? And again, this is for, this is for a so-called ailment that 99.997% of us will survive, no problem, minimal symptoms. Some of us might have more symptoms and get over it. Many of us will have no symptoms because our immune system is competent and works well. Some of us who have systems that have been compromised may have a bit more symptoms than others and get over it. And you have your natural immunity, which has been the way the body has taken us for generations. Centuries, millennia. Today you find some folks trying to say that in, in, in natural immunity is not good enough. Just playing with what we've known for as facts. But I'm glad Professor said that we're not anti-vaxxers. And if you look at the history of Africans, in fact, there's some articles that credit the Africans with coming up or having this history, um, this technology of inoculations, vaccinations. And we actually took it to the West. There's a story of a, an African slave called Onesimus. Just go online and research it. But this has not been anti-vaccination. This is this particular vaccine has too much yellow flag, red flag on it. Professor? Yes, please. On the issue of, of safety, you mentioned NAVDAC. That NAVDAC is relying on some protocol called Reliance. Please explain a bit more this protocol so our listeners understand how come our own agency that we pay, that we look up to, that goes around locking down people's stores who carry goods that haven't been approved or haven't been tested, go around. How come suddenly they're saying we're accepting this Reliance? Please explain a bit more, Professor. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, this is actually very, very uh, bewildering. It's difficult to explain. If you permit me, the, my way of looking at it is probably NAVDAC is crying out for help. 
in my opinion, if I when I look at the issue. Because NADAC is saying, I mean NADAC is mandated, is set up to check products coming into the country. But now they were given a protocol by the WHO. Incidentally, that same protocol was given to the South Africa uh, uh, equivalent that they did not need to test that because this is an emergency situation that uh, it has been tested by more matured agencies abroad. So we will rely on their pronouncement over there and, and, and just be like a rubber stamp. I, I thought this is very, very outrageous. Of course, South Africa did not do that. They tested the AstraZeneca. They found that the efficacy was appalling and they rejected it. Even though they had announced the rollout would commence, they, they rejected it. About one million of them were literally redistributed, I'm afraid. Most of them will come to Nigeria. We understand that they were redistributed to about four other countries. They didn't want to name them for security reasons. So all this is outrageous. So NAVDAC is admitting that they did not do any testing on this, that they just checked the press and rubber stamped what they said uh, uh, by, by the FDA. In, in the U.S., my honest opinion is that NAVDAC is crying out for help. They couldn't do anything about it. They were muzzled. So they are saying, if maybe if Nigerians know the string of things, somebody will arrive somewhere because that is it. That's what they have said in writing. They said they did not test it. So I don't know. And on, and on the other hand, we have other products like ivermectin, which has been tested, one of the safest drugs in history. Like we are, we are told, I think there was a Nobel Prize even awarded for, for the discovery. And it works excellently for this. And Nigerian scientists, top Nigerian scientists, have investigated and they concluded that it's working very well. So there's a lot of much ado about nothing, all this mandatory vaccination. I'm afraid there might be, there's much, much more behind uh, what is seen at the moment. So that's about the uh, Reliance Protocol. Thank, thank you, Professor. Our time is just about up, about a minute to go. We are not, not taking any phone calls today, but we'll continue this dialogue next week. There is an ongoing documentary series. I'm going to, I will request, plead for everyone to please watch it. If you go to www.vsecretscc.com, V S E C R E T scc.com v s e c r e t s c c dot com it's called vaccine secret secrets covid crisis there's about 30 global top scientists medical doctors internists cardiologists on there talking about this whole covid vaccine crisis people that are locked out of major mainstream news avenues are on there. It's going on for about 10 days. I think today is day five or day six. Go, please log, go to the website and join the doc documentary. We intend to have a Zoom series where we'll trigger discussions after the documentary in our own local arena. Folks, please get informed from the right sources, objective sources. Don't just listen to what one station is saying or what one TV um, program is saying. This is Dr. Patrick Ejeri. It's all about your wellness, our wellness. Professor Joshua, thank you very, very much. 
and hopefully we'll have you and other members of the alliance next week and we'll take this discussion further if you want to get that um, email sent to you or copy of our press statement um zero eight zero nine um zero eight zero nine seven 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 one seven just send a text message to whatsapp to zero eight zero nine seven seven one four four five five zero eight zero nine seven seven one four four five five and we'll send you the press release the full press statement and connect you with some of this online um do documentary series uncle sonic good afternoon